Everybody. Welcome back to the Animation Revaluation Podcast. I am your host, Elizer, and with me, as always, are Jay and James. What's up, guys? Hey, how you doing? I'm sick. Oh, Gross. yeah, goodness. Yeah, I'm fucking nauseous as hell. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how you guys doing? I just got back from work, so I'm pretty tired. But uh, always willing to still keep coming. Gross. For you guys. What about you, Jay? It's kind of gross. Not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Had a pretty bomb ass week. Nice. Nice. Why was it bomb? Don't worry about it. I'm actually like sitting here like, what happened this week? <laughs> what what do I know? I'm so tired and so out of it. I'm not even sure what year it is. <laughs> nice. But go back to 2017, poor Phoebe. Oh. I don't think I knew you yet. No. Not yet. Okay, maybe I should go back. <laughs> 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 just be like surprise you just come at him <laughs> he's like out of nowhere you just start sending him like the like the same shit you're always sending him it's just four weeks in a row it's four four I've been what? clowned on <laughs> what are you talking about four <laughs> wait what are you talking about I only remember clowning on you once that's all it took <laughs> he's been thinking about it for four weeks. <laughs> the fucking waddle these nuts thing. <laughs> that was like life changing. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is gonna be the gym, I feel like. <laughs> it's 
just how the villain story starts. I was like, what what drove you to this this path? It's like Water. these what <laughs> Oh man. We like to have fun here. <laughs> at this point at the expense of others mental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are all of our mental health and jokes, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, speaking of mental health, Jay, you play League of Legends. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, what would have fucking known? You know that? No, I, 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 it was, it was known. <laughs> <laughs> I actually liked it a lot. Oh god. <sighs> so yeah. They made a <laughs> they made a League of Legends show. <laughs> and we watched it. <laughs> Jay? Yes. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck me yourself, you coward. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I truly hate you. <laughs> like, actually. It's not even okay anymore. What do I come back? Talk about League of Legends and like how I, I legitly coming to the sh uh like watching the show for the first time, I was like, I was really hooked about each character and each of their backstories. And then, like, I. Cause you told me it was arcane, but I forgot even after mentioning it that it was a it was like League of Legends, and then I was like, wait, isn't this based on a game? And it was. Yeah, and it was. It was just more of the the lore standpoint. Yeah, it's like a prequel than to the game. The I did notice it. It like like when playing the game, when you compared like the characters are a lot uh, older, and these uh, when I watched this, it was like they were a lot younger. Yeah, so, uh, just a little bit of insight into, uh, the start of Arcane. It kind of peeks into the, like, I wouldn't say, I'd say pretty early childhood of, uh, Powder, Violet, and their two adopted siblings, uh, Quagger and Milo. However, I'll be honest, Milo and Clagger don't really matter too much. Yeah, they were just like uh they're they're um they're building blocks on characters rather than kinda just being their own standalone. They're supporting characters rather. I did notice that and it kind of was kind of like since I wasn't familiar with the game I wasn't familiar which ones are heroes and which ones weren't. So, so like, uh, I was just like, "Damn, do these like do these actual were heroes?" And but they just killed them off. Or I was just like, I I didn't put in a connection until um, you mentioned it uh, before the podcast that like not all of them are heroes. Only it's only some of them. Yeah. So and some, some of them are not even in the game at all. <laughs> nope, they're just in the universe. Yeah. Hey, let me show powder. There's powder, powder, and vi. Uh, where's my vi picture? There it is. 
and then I um I'm not sure, but was Powder just uh, a character that they made and turned into Jinx, or is also was her actual name Powder? That's why I was kind of confused on that part. But no, her actual her first name is Powder. Okay. Her last name's Melendez. <laughs> but um it basically starts off as these four kids are basically hopping uh from rooftop to rooftop through the beautiful city of Piltover. Piltover is a how would I say innovative uh nation. I wouldn't say it's a country, I'm not. But that was uh, the topside world, right? Yes. Yeah. Um Piltover is home to many, whether they're inventors, part of the working class, or they're just born fucking rich. Yeah, it did seem like a like an upper, like middle class, little class area. It, they even have a lower class in there. I know. So that's who uh, does all the heavy lifting. Uh, but they're basically working their way. They're on a job in quotation marks to break into a Piltover penthouse to kind of steal valuables and basically sell them to basically make a living. These kids are no older than maybe like 12 when I was was 12 I was stealing Yu-Gi-Oh cards I was a good kid I didn't do anything bad I also didn't do anything bad (laughs) wait I take that back I took took somebody's game informer once (laughs) told my mom that I borrowed it no I told my mom I found it in a bush and obviously she didn't believe me because it was rainy. It's so, like he, it was, it was, it was dry. Was was the kid in the bush? It's like I told you, it was in the bush with the kid. I was also in the bush. And then and then she didn't say anything, but I panicked, and I brought it back the next day. And he was looking for it, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah, I must have picked it up with my notebooks." I gave it back to him, and then I got home, and my stepdad was like, "Oh yeah, let me see that magazine again." So I, I I'll probably order you some. I was like, oh, I gave it back without thinking. He's like, and my mom came and she's like, you gave it back? You gave it back to the fucking bush? I was like, oh. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 it's the first and last time I ever stole anything. Damn, you gave it back to the bush. <laughs> like, return God. to nature. <laughs> I would go back. I would go back in time just to say that line. <laughs> Return to nature. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they get it to the penthouse. They, you know, uh, is it the balcony door is locked? Basically, just boot force it open. At that point, surprisingly, no one fucking heard it. Yeah, she straight up kicked the door open. She kicked the door down. It was just like, oh, alright, cool. I see what we're doing. 
You got nat twenties on strength and stealth. <laughs> and then um, they basically like scour through the part the uh, the the apartment. Uh, and Powder finds uh, some pretty blue stones. Doesn't know exactly what they are, but uh, Breaking Bad's crystal meth. It's fucking crunch berries, bro. Blueberries. <laughs> and um she just kinda takes all of them in a rush, but drops just one. And as they're um someone the owner to the penthouse like tries to open his front door and quickly barricades the door from the inside rounds everyone up yeah rounds up everyone it's like hey someone's coming get the door powder we gotta go so she puts all of the stones except one into her little satchel and as the blue stone of unknown origin hits the ground they make it outside of the the uh, balcony to the balcony again. The crystal hits. Yeah, the it was like a big again. explosion. Yeah. Uh, hits the wall. Maybe let him talk about it, James. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, it's just because it was a good part. Like, <laughs> like literally getting to that part now. You're like, but what about this? I know. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. It, it... <laughs> and um, basically causes a very, like a massive explosion that not only like blows out the the windows in the apartment but even basically collapses like maybe from that top floor down and everything in that section just came crumbling down yeah so pause real quick yeah we we see a couple times the destructive power of like these stones vi was caught in the blast she got fucking thrown because of the blast and got up like nothing. She's a very tough girl. Actually had time to like put, like put something on the door and then run back and like help other people up. How? Well, they barricaded the door first. Okay, so maybe I'm misremembering, but I know after the explosion she was able to help other people up. When she uh... should be dead. <laughs> She was the only one that was still inside yeah. when it blew up. Everyone else was on the balcony. And then everything fell as soon as she got to, like, the safer side of the balcony. Mm. Excluding the part that collapsed. And so as everything falls, you know... What's now... the, ex- the explosion was, like, on the opposite end of the room, right? Compared to where they were. Yeah, and it's just like it's just showing the destructive force of you know. But even then, like it's opposite side of just a regular room. We've seen motherfuckers die from this blast in like bunkers. (laughs) I don't know. It's just the way she just had plot armor. Yeah, plot armor. Yeah. But uh, we get to meet the enforcers of Piltover. Yeah, and. Yeah, and they, uh, the the horn sound, and it's basically a foot chase for 
I'd say a pretty, a pretty nice, like pretty well animated foot chase. Yeah, lots of parkour happening. Parkour. I did like all the parkour, especially after playing Dying Light. So each time I saw them do parkour, I was like, parkour! Whole <laughs> <laughs> time Powder was lagging behind. Mm. But they run through the the uh, the streets of Peltovia and make it over the bridge onto the south side of Peltover and slowly proceed and make their way to the Undercity. Now, um, on their way to the Undercity, you know, they, they have, like, everything that they stole from the penthouse. Very big bag full. But now they're trying to figure out what happened and, like, why something exploded. And they immediately all look at Powder. And Powder is like, I didn't do anything. And, uh, let's just say, uh, Milo's, uh, not too big of a fan of hearing, uh, I didn't do anything repetitively. <laughs> so. Oh, man. What a, what an interesting, but sad. Uh, what, like interaction I'd say because it's happened a lot apparently this isn't like the first time oh right yeah um, starts to bring up that she like fucks everything up all the time everything up yep and the first mention of the word jinx is tossed towards pouty I don't see how that's relevant but okay Why? <laughs> it becomes relevant. Uh -huh. Um. So the trying to because you like fuck my chain of thought. <laughs> well, the they you were just talking. <laughs> yeah, they get jumped by um, yeah. that blonde kid. Oh, or, whatever his fucking face is. I don't remember his name. He's not <laughs> fucking yeah. Dash from Danny Phantom. Yeah, but they, they run into, like, I think it's, like, four of the, like, kids from the other city, basically. They're under like, city versus under city. Yeah. It's like, you know, you guys look like you got quite a bit of stuff. It's like... <laughs> Hand it over. And, uh... Specifically, actually, like a taste of the treasure, and you know, Vi is just like, just a taste, huh? And just immediately just smacks the kid with the f bag full of stuff. I was just like, oh, tasty snuts. And then a, a big, a big fight breaks out. Oh man, was that? It, it's just, it's just a lot of like really nice animation. It was a very like things. visceral fight. Yeah, <laughs> considering that they were all so young, like seeing like... these kids go at it, <laughs> yeah, it was I was just like, "Oh my!" It's like really brutal. Yeah, we see a lot of fights in the show, but like that one, like felt different. Not in a bad way. 
not at all. You know, I just realized something about Powder's design. I'll, mm. I'll bring it up later. Uh, um. But um, in the midst of the fight, um, Powder's the only one that doesn't fight for the assumption that she can't. But uh, she has the bag of stuff, and one of the other kids uh, realizes it and decides to chase her down for the stuff, just to kind of just beat her up and take the bag instead. As one should with children. <laughs> but they end up like running to the, um, like kind of like the harbor area, of, like the south side of the Hiltover. And end up throwing it into the water after one of her inventions that she's been working very hard on doesn't work. It was like a nail like bomb. A, yeah, nail bomb basically. I was gonna say a pressure cooker, but that doesn't work. Yeah, it's just a nail bomb that just didn't work. It just shot. It just spat out glitter. Again, right idea. Just poor execution. Yeah. Um, Isn't that how it always is? Especially in life. <laughs> Eric, you need to stop. <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> we're not here to get real. We're here to talk about anime. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to make myself feel better. Like... Go ahead. Um, but Powder ended up throwing like the full bag of stuff into the water, and then you know, yeah, her pursuer is like, I'm gonna try to go save the bag before it falls off. Doesn't she uses that chance to escape, and uh, she eventually makes her way back to the group. Without the bag, uh, Milo's very upset, and uh, they basically head back home. Uh, un, what is it? Empty-handed. All the stuff, all the stuff that they did today was basically literally thrown away. Got their asses beat and what they got to show for it black eyes cuts and injuries but at least yep. powder safe that's yes. all that matters <laughs> that's one thing i'll say i'm glad i'm so glad nothing bad happens to powder in this show go on um i dare you <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, they basically get on an, like a lift or an elevator that takes them down into the heart of the Undercity. Very, uh, I should say this, the sun don't shine down here, hence the word Undercity. Uh, filled with, you know... I don't know, you're kind of criminals, crime lords, uh, people that are just trying to make a living, but, you know, they do the best they can because they can't live on 
No. Top side. It's Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and we are brought to a bar in the Undercity called The Last Drop. Very nice bar. Uh, where we see a... I forgot what the fuck he was. Not not Van. Uh, might as well talk about him. Fuck it. Uh, who? What's owned by the barkeep Vander? Vander is the proprietor. Um, what's this word? Uh, he's the. I'd like to say peacekeeper of the lanes in the Undercity. Basically, what the area is called. Mm. That specific area is called the Lanes. And he's the barkeep, the protector, and the also honcho. the adoptive father of the four kids. I like, I like he, how he's like the adoptive father for all four, but it seems like he only really cares about Vi and Powder. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why that is. It's never explained, unfortunately. Maybe it's like they didn't want to invest having uh, an emotional bond with uh, certain characters that uh, might not make it to the end of the series. Certain <laughs> characters are just full of plot armor, so <laughs> obviously they, he would only care about the ones with plot armor. That's just my theory. But they um they come in, Vander notices them after, you know, small like altercation with one of the other occupants of the last drop. And he excuses himself and goes to check on the four kids. Basically gives them the rundown that he already knows what's happened on top side. And a really interesting interaction uh, between Vander and Vi happen where she's questioning, you know, this is something that you would have done years ago when I, when you were our age, you know. We did all of this ourselves and um, why isn't it okay to do this now? But it was okay then. And, you know, Vander had to, you know, Vander being the adoptive father has his dad moment and basically breaks it down to him. It's like, you know, my job is to keep all four of you safe. So you can't, you guys can't keep doing this or always like getting caught like this. Because, you know, Vi, you're in charge of the oldest if you if you say something, the other three will follow without hesitation, because they look up to her. Um, but it's a pretty, pretty wholesome, like bonding moment between those two. And he asks about the stuff. They explain that it's you know in the bottom, bottom of the water. 
bottom of the river. And it's just best that, you know, they didn't come back with anything. Because there's no evidence and there's nothing that can really tie you to what happened up, the, up on the top side. So they gather some, uh, Vander gathers some stuff. And takes a clagger with them to a friend of his by the name of if I remember properly. I don't remember. I'm not even gonna try. I'm not, if I remember not properly, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not gonna try. Also, disclaimer here, uh these episodes are like forty five minutes each, so that's why yeah. we're a half an hour into the podcast and still on episode one. It's still on episode one. <laughs> so, I'll probably I'll I'll probably only cover the first three to be honest. You, that, you can just like paraphrase for the most part. Yeah. Like okay. uh, episode one gives you a general idea and then like you paraphrase everything after that. Okay. Um He goes to like a uh, friend of his of, It's like a pawn shop yeah. type thing. I don't have to and it. Oh shit! Fat guy. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a very old friend of of. Use your imagination. What a fat guy looks like to what you. <laughs> My god. Can you um, imagine a fat guy? Oh, there you go. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. him animated? <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's Shrek. <laughs> In front of a bar, <laughs> in an undercity kind of looking place. Boom. Okay. But does he have clothes? <laughs> That's up to your imagination. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. It was Benzo. I did. I ended up remembering. Oh. Yeah. Oh, but um, brings the stuff in. And there's the uh. Young kid working on a clock in Benzo's shop by the name of Echo. He becomes real and real important later. Debatable. Anyways, <laughs> it is debatable. Okay, I'll get into him later. That's what I meant. All right. English is hard. It's the only language you know. That's not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. It's the same way how you can't type sometimes, but you know you can't what? spell words. Are you alright? Do you? Yeah. Have you seen a doctor? No. Like I said, I'm a League of Legends player. My mental health's in shambles. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> they, they actually like the way like. If you play like the PvP matches, they would like say stuff, and I'm like, I don't understand what you guys are telling me to do. <laughs> I was like, mid, bottom, right, away from, away away from, from the game, <laughs> away from yeah. the game. That's why they call the area the lanes. It's supposed to be a reference yeah. to that. Oh, that um, makes sense. Just talked about Echo. Thank you. Um, Benzo sends Echo away, runs in the clagger outside, uh, the, uh, Echo spots and forces coming in, and, uh, clagger disappears, 
and the enforcers go into Benzo's shop. And that's where we meet um, Marcus and why is um I believe it's Sheriff Grayson. I don't know her actual title, but yeah, I don't have pictures of them. I think I have one as Grace. I literally, I literally said, "Hey, here's the pictures I have. Are you going to be I mentioning anyone else that way I can get pictures of them?" No, you're good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, but that's how I also fucking tie in. It's how I remember. It. It's unfortunate. <laughs> All right, you see, on. kids don't play league. <laughs> All right, you're gonna keep fucking making fun of me like this. I can't. <laughs> you're this episode's James. Usually James get it, gets it. Today you're getting it. Shouldn't he be getting a double? He decided to play league. You know what? You're right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not apologizing. Put him in timeout. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker pulled me to timeout. What the fuck? <laughs> It's an easy way to get banned. We both <laughs> but um, basically the enforcers um give wow. I I was just looking at his fucking name. I hate it here. Benzo, right, cool. Not Benzo. Um, Pico. Nope. Hold on. I need a second because now my brain is just. Like, <laughs> there's just, a, there's like, so there's many like, characters that. Yeah. There's literally two people in the shop. Oh. <laughs> Vander? Vander, thank you. Holy oh, Vander? <laughs> my oh, God. Vander? <laughs> you were looking for Vander? <laughs> oh, my God. This is. Well, let's try to speed this up because I think you need to rest. <laughs> I, we're just on episode one. <laughs> I, I keep getting interrupted, and it's not. Yeah, that's what the issue is. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm going to bed. I don't think you're wrong. I'm serious. <laughs> Well, episode two. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best content we've had. <laughs> Actually, what? Oh my god. <laughs> not only did he leave, he went on do not disturb. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so... <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Echo's, like, spying on the conversation happening uh, between the enforcers and... <laughs> I feel like this is how Jay feels. <laughs> He's just raging. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, Echo's spying on them, and he sees, he, he overhears that apparently Vander uh, not only started basically this whole, like, underground city that's happening, um, but has made a deal with the, like, lead enforcer lady, like the captain or whatever her name is. Oh, um, yeah, I couldn't remember her name, but she did, um, like, that was one of the few characters that, like, I saw that was just, like, that seemed that needed uh, a little bit more detail, because, like, she... She was already, like, she just, like, the way that she was portrayed is just kind of, like, her and Vander just had, like, an understanding of, so it's just more, like, they're the ones, like, that's to deal with the, um, the Undercity mm. a bit, so that, um, like, I guess they were the bridge between the two, I guess is what I want to say, so that lady was representing the top side while vander was representing the bottom side and then that's what kind of um kind of i guess like that what jay was mentioning that he was the peacekeeper mm -hmm. so he was just he was the one that affiliated so that for the most part at least um as far as um the lower side that was the only way for it to like be good like because yeah. at least the way that even his standards because he's just kind of like making sure everything was okay yeah so he basically had a deal with her going on of you keep the enforcers out of here we won't have our people go up there and cause any problems right like yeah. make them two separate entities above ground and below ground mm -hmm. um but obviously because the kids went in and like blew up that building and all that that's that's kind of a big deal you blow up a fucking building that's terrorism <laughs> yeah i mean like they literally like unintentionally but like yeah. they they did like a very they blew up a bomb like as if you put a bomb in times square yeah or so it's just like you put a bomb there's like, people it, be intentional like, or not they were never supposed to cross over to that side they're not supposed to do anything over there yeah because i think vander made it a rule right just yeah. to keep the peace yeah. so that like don't go to the top side or else like there's gonna be trouble yeah, so people think that it's a general, like, to keep yourself safe type of thing, but it's actually because of his deal. So, yeah. they're, the enforcers are telling him, like, listen, we need we need names. We need to bring someone in. Usually, we'd be able to cover this up for you. We cannot do that. It's This is too big of a deal. Um, yeah. Like, we're dealing with some unknown magic stuff that happened, and then a whole building blew up. Like, they need to, to see that someone's being punished. Um, yeah, because the higher ups see it as like an act of terrorism, yeah. so they're they're pretty much just like, well, like people have questions and people need to feel safe, so they have to find a culprit and you know, exact like show that everything's okay in topside. Yeah, uh, but obviously Vander's not going to give the kids up, and that also causes a, a lot of like problems for him because he's protected of his kids that like it's almost like he's choosing the kids over the lanes right kinda i can i can see how it can be taken that way well they kind of mentioned it like that it was just pretty much how like when everybody was kind of talking to him especially that um I don't know if Jay mentioned her. That was like the the woman. Um, uh, she wasn't like an. Um, she was like that woman henchman that we were um, mentioning earlier. Oh, Sabita. Um, 
Yeah, I think she was there, and she was the one that kind of brought him up to that um, conclusion. Because hmm. she was just kind of like the other party, in a sense, representing the lanes, but obviously um, Vander had more compared to her. Hmm. Um, so yeah, he's he's not giving them up. Um, do you remember like what happens after that? Um. So that was the part where it's there's just so much that happens. I want to say yeah, there's, like there's a lot that happened. This is a very like lore heavy show. Let me see. Not really much. I it's just like the I I watched it from like one to like uh, five, and I kept watching, but um, it very fluidly like if you're not noticing like if like the when the intro and ending starts it's just kind of like it all it almost seems like you're watching a movie because like that's how much like content you're getting but it's i'm just gonna say with just to jump around a little bit where pretty much after that controversy they need to find uh i just remember things getting worse so that like they pretty much have to take um was it v who volunteered to get taken or was it vander it was it was something along like because i remember they used um what was it called it it was just like that one um that one lady that had to deal with like with uh vander about um that kind of stuff so she gave Vander like a, like a cylinder so that she could like he could use it to kind of like get in contact with her that way we, that way um, they could get a name mm. yeah because obviously he doesn't want to give up the kids yeah but they end up using it right or somebody ends up doing something with it I kind of I swear I, I kind of don't forget. remember I know he doesn't give yeah. them up uh, obviously, and uh, Echo runs and tells uh, Vi and, and the gang, you know, Vander made this deal, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. So now they, they kind of, I wouldn't say they don't trust him, but they kind of feel as if he, uh, so Vi uses it later on. Okay. I like how he's taking part in chat. <laughs> um, oh, that's more than enough. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I definitely don't remember all the little details. I just remember, like, overarching story. Um, what the fuck was yeah, I just, saying just now? <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> uh, you, you were talking about the overarc and everything. Uh, oh, yeah, so it's not so much they don't trust him, but they feel like he's not doing what he can to basically defend their home. Like, he, he's looking like he's weak when he used to be, like, the go-to guy for everything. Um, yeah. And then, like, kind of from, from there, the, the way Jay explained it to me was that every three episodes is kind of like an arc. So, within these three episodes, that first episode builds up on all that, like, distress from finding out about the deal happening and the building explosion and what's happening with, um, with, uh, people topside. Like, we, we learn about, uh, Jace and, like, the council members and all that. So, here's, here's Jace. 
Um, and this is actually who they ended up stealing from. The stone was uh, something he was working on. It was supposed to combine science and magic, which apparently in this world uh, at that point hadn't been done. Um, people have tried and it was catastrophic. Um, he was like in the tundra with his mother or something and she was about to die and some random dude came and like saved them with teleportation and he's just been obsessed with the idea that he could like master this ever since uh so that's what he was doing but apparently there's a council and he needs to get approval in order to do this kind of stuff um and one of the members of the council is like the kind of the head like big honcho is uh heimerdinger is this guy right here as soon as that wants to load there we go that's a very tiny picture um uh i that might have another picture of him i just <laughs> it he, fits his, he, his he size looks... though because he's tiny <laughs> uh it's a little bit better um, yeah that's a lot better actually so <laughs> i he yeah. sees this like ratchet and clank looking motherfucker uh and he's like a scientist and he's telling jace like you can't do this uh it's horrible you need to stop blah 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 jace doesn't want to stop uh it gets to the point that like they banish him from like uh, the city i was so bad <laughs> i was like you mother trucker <laughs> after all he's done for you i was so mad oh you're talking about that no i'm saying when they banish jace Oh, they when they expelled him. Yeah, they banished Jace from this from the city. He was never supposed to set foot on it again. And my guy got so depressed that he was about to like commit. And um Simpaku. He he stopped because uh Heimerdinger over here has an assistant named Victor. Um and Victor came and saw like Jace's notes and was like, hey, I went in on this like i believe in you and basically stopped him from doing anything that uh he would regret and they start working on it like in secret basically yeah and while they're doing that um the enforcers are like scouring the lanes trying to find out who you know led that attack basically the whole three episodes they're trying to find out uh, a bunch of stuff happens, like people bumping heads down there, uh, you know, power struggles type of stuff. And we find out that um, there's this like underboss, and his name is Soko. Uh, Soko. And he has like this drug that if you've ever seen Batman. You know Bane, the venom he uses, that like steroid it's, thing that he uses. It's it like a, it's like a mixture of like Joker venom. I don't know if it was Joker venom. It's called venom, but it's like the Joker and Bane like together. Where do you get the Joker like from? A, I'm confused. Like that he's kind of twisted. Like it's just like the twisted with the super strength. I don't know. So they basically end up refining a drug by the name of Shimmer. Shimmer gives is an addictive drug, and it basically inhab it gives the user uh 
insane strength. A little... I said I'd like to say a pretty huge augmentation to their body. And... Um, they're... I would say the intelligence goes down. Oh, definitely. At least a little bit. Because he, he gave it to the blonde kid that jumped uh, Vi in the gang earlier. Yeah. And it's I like killing him. His name. Yeah, it's slowly killing him. Yeah. Yeah. The more you use it, the faster it'll kill you. But he, he grows from like five something to like eight feet. He gets buff yeah. as shit. Yep. The, like the skeleton's like just not like at all normal anymore. Yeah. No, definitely not. And um, this is like something he's just making too, because we see him like experiment on, been a working rat. on it. Yeah, they've been working on it. Yeah. Uh between Soko and his uh his partner Singed. Singed is a scientist. He's been a fall he's been a resident of the under the undercity for quite some time. Mm. And he is actually one of the smartest people in the Undercity. Um, but he's been using his, like, all of this time since they've even started working on Shimmer, trying to pretty much perfect it with the least amount of side effects possible, but does not stop to test, doesn't, like, um... Like, doesn't stop at any... Like, his experimenting, like, on... Whether it be on other people or, you know, animals. Like, anything he can basically get his hands on. Mm -hmm. But we see Shimmer being used twice. One on a rat and one on the blonde kid we mentioned earlier by the name of Deckard. Not really important. But, um... Basically, from this point on, um, they get to, I'd like this, like, say the third episode of, like, arc one, basically, where it's kind of coming down to a boiling point, you know, something has to be done, the enforcers are about ready to just come to the Undercity on, uh, the council's demand, you know, turning it upside down with an army and enforcers. So it kind of leads to a decision being made, right? By being the person that she is, she, you know, she wants to protect her family at all costs. You know, she doesn't want to see anyone get hurt. So she, fi she finds the cylinder tube that uh, the captain gave Vander and sends it in to her, giving her an exact location and where to basically find who caused the attack on the on and Piltover. Uh long story short, Vander stops her, locks her into a back room, and decides to give himself up for the good of the lanes. Uh, Soko shows up and 
basically with um, a shimmered Deckard, which, God, gross. Basically kills fuck kills um kills Vander and I mean not kills Vander. Uh, what's his name? The pawn shop dude, the fat guy. The pawn shop guy, yeah. Kidnaps and Vander. kidnaps Vander, kills uh Grayson. Oh yeah, I forgot she died there. Mm-hmm. Leaving Marcus alive. We, we were watching and you were like, it's a shame what happened to her. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I, was like, I don't remember her dying. <laughs> I just stood quiet though. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Um, which leads to a few things happening and to the transition of uh, Arc 2, which is quite a bit of a time well. Yeah, it'll lead into arc two, but um, Echo finds out what happens. Vi already knows what happened, and she's immediately just like, "We have to go save Vander." Silco has him, so Clagger, uh, Powder, Vi go to where Soko's keeping Vander, but she tells Powder specifically to stay put because she's not ready, she's too young, and gives her a flare just in case anything happens. They go, sneak into the building, find Vander uh Clagger is basically working on breaking like a way out um the other kid I can't think of his name at the moment it but he's working M, on I don't remember Moro or something Milo Milo thank you uh Milo's working on the restraints on Vander and Vi, uh, being the fucking badass that she is, truly starts wrecking ass. She puts uh, on Vander's so, gloves. Yeah, puts on Vander's like old gloves from like the opening scene. Something that uh, Vander himself swore he would never wear again, basically. And uh, they did but, the animation on that part. When she was doing her punches, I was like, "Damn, that's probably a throw, like a, probably some hint to how she is in the game." She's 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 all about that action. Um, she basically lays waste to like all of uh, Soko's boys. Effortlessly too. Yeah, without like she just she just doesn't care about them. They're nothing to her. She's well trained. Yeah. And I, I don't even know what what else to pretty much say. Um, and then uh, Soko six six uh, six Deckard on Vi, but managed to basically get inside of the like 
I like the. It looked like a freezer. Like it had like a one of those rolling freezer yeah. doors on it. <laughs> just everything on the interior removed, and there was just a chair. Um. Then it kind of pans outside to powder. She made a new invention. It's the uh, the monkey with the symbols. Except that she's strapped one of the uh, the blue crystals to it right in the middle and sets it off on the inside of the building while Deckard is basically banging on the uh, the sliding door to either do two things, break it or uh, basically knock it over, whichever one happens first. And do the... I'd like to say maybe like a 10 second span, maybe. And uh, a big explosion happens. Uh, the door ends up getting blown inward. Uh, and big mess. Oh, yeah. Very big mess. Uh, Vanda gets trapped under rubble. Um fucking milo and short died he got impaled yeah he got impaled by the pipe <clears throat> and it seemed like he didn't even realize at first no not at all like it happened i, I thought that was like, rough looked it around yeah and was like walking and then like rubble fell on top of him after that like, i thought he, that he was part up. was more with like uh more real compared to the other ones yeah And, uh, a lot of collapsed rubble. Um, Vi is trapped under rubble. Band is trapped under rubble. Um, then Deckard versus, uh, Vander on the, like, the bridge crosswalk, basically. Another really well animated scene. But essentially, you know, just when you think Vander's gonna win, Silco knifes him right in the back, then knifes him again. And Vander falls off over the side to like, what, container of shimmer? Basically. No, no, that shit had to hurt. Oh, yeah. Alas. Um, basically, um, Vander uses the shimmer, beats the ever-living shit out of Deckard, um, and basically saves Vi from the exploding building, because shimmer's flammable. Forgot to mention that part. <laughs> Um, and I, essentially, I think I was like, How is it flammable? It's a liquid, and we're like, Oh, wait, gasoline, like a chemical in it. <laughs> yeah. Shimmer is in itself, oh, and sanitizing <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever chemicals in it is what makes it flammable. Yeah, but um, Vander does all he can to basically save his daughter, and uh jumps out of the basically collapses a wall and just jumps out before the the whole factory or the uh the like 
forgot what it's called. It's whatever. It's like a packaging plant, some shit. Where it all basically blows up. And where assume the pen like the announced death of Vander, but we're not a hundred percent sure. We don't know exactly what, what? happened to him. What? Let's hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Let me finish. There, there's there's a few things. But um basically Vi um gets like like Vanda gets his like last words in to Vi. It's really heartwarming and sad. Then Jing uh fucking powder runs into her sister and it's like did you see what I did? And uh you know, Vi is kinda seeing it all happen, what happened to her two friends and uh basically goes off on her and honestly it's it's i i kind of yeah I don't understand. He, it was like you did this yeah and it's just really really uh rough yeah it, it was really rough to digest that scene especially since his last words were to take care of her care of her yep and uh it basically ends up with the fucking slap across the face and jinx starts ugly crying Ooh. and it starts raining sorry powder <laughs> powder, powder, powder starts ugly crying it's and it starts the... raining oh i think he tried to say something and his mic died yeah <laughs> birth of jinx yeah I think, I think that was the point I had asked you I think it was in episode 1 yeah where yeah, I, asked you, I, was like, I, I was like that's jinx right as a kid I was like yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know very little of the League of Legends world but I know jinx and I know a couple other characters like yeah when, it, when she started doing like the whole ugly crying thing and you can tell she has no control over emotions at all I was like yeah if I didn't know already that would have told me right there that's fucking jinx <laughs> yeah um see but uh basically Vi walks off you know battered bruised bloody fucked up and goes to hide around the corner while G- while fucking powder is still just sitting there just crying because she noticed who's like she notices vander and she's like violet don't leave me you know she's just like completely upset which i completely understand but um she hides around the corner uh soko comes out from wherever the fuck he came from and notices her but he's holding a knife and his initial idea was just to kind of kill the kid and I'll be honest I was just like oh he's gonna kill the kid but instead uh, decides to kind of become that figure to her like that father figure don't want this one but um I would have respected him more if he would have killed the kid.
I got put in timeout. It wasn't me. <laughs> you know, the thing about putting me in timeout is that it ruins the recording. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um she gets taken in by Soko. Vi gets taken in by uh Marcus, who's miraculously still in the fucking area. This is all this all happened in the same day. She gets like chloroformed. Yeah, I don't I don't know where Marcus got that from. Yeah, I don't like the fact that he just had that on him. That's that's not standard like police equipment. <laughs> well, like I you, you, like I said, I don't like Marcus. I've never yeah. Liked there's Marcus. various reasons why I don't like him. That's a big one right there. That is true. I didn't even notice that. It's just something that he had, huh? Yeah. Just a dirty fucking cop. It's crazy. Didn't think you know, hot headed. He's <laughs> hot headed and whatnot. But uh, a couple years pass. Uh, Jinx is older. Vi is older. I'll show them. There. Yeah. Um, there goes Jinx. Uh, uh, Vi. And. Uh, Who else? Jace. I, I I only had the one picture of him. That's fine. Uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. I'd like to assume this is like maybe a three to four year gap. Um, I feel like it was quick update. More than that. It might have been actually. I don't. Like it couldn't have been like that that much. I think it was less than ten, but maybe like more seven. than. I'll give it rough seven, yeah. This Jinx went yeah. from like twelve to her twenties. Yeah, I'll go. That's fair. Um Jinx works for Soko. She's also dropped her first like her, her given name of powder. Um she's now known by the name of Jinx. Vi is in a prison. Thanks to Marcus. Caitlin is now an enforcer. Jace is living his Hextech dream. Uh, Soko now runs the underground. And took over the last drop. It's fucking disrespectful. <laughs> that I, was like the foulest thing that happened in this I show. fucking agree. <laughs> he was like a brother to me. I killed him and then took his property. Yeah. And started raising his daughter. Yeah. Because I respected him. <laughs> um Victor is working with Jace further enhancing the Hextech creations. The Hextech uh Hextech core. Um Overall, a now more corrupt, uh, like, Peltover is starting to be seen mm -hmm. through the eyes of Jace. Jace, due to, um, the council, uh, had, I believe she's a 
a councilwoman, but I think like she's one of the high. I don't know. I think they all hold equal in the council. Pretty I much. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. I... Uh, but the councilwoman by the name of uh, Mel. Mel pushes forth that since Jace is the one that's been guiding like the uh the hex the hex uh the hex tech world it's something that he created took over the world by storm and is being worldwide like used constantly he should be the he should be on the council this gets pushed forward uh jace becomes a counselor council counselor council member council member yeah um and now has a little weight behind his name so now that he has this power he's been checking the logs of the hex gates and has been noticing you know really shady activity a lot of legal illegal transactions some of which even coming from the counselors coming from the counselors themselves and he's like i want to put an end to this you know and he brings it up to Marcus. Marcus is like, you know, you've only been a counselor for a day. Council member for days. days. <laughs> <laughs> like if that made a difference. <laughs> uh -huh. It's like, it's only, it's your first day. Second. It's like, all right, dude, <laughs> calm down. But he was, that, that he flex. Was really, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd do it too. I'll be honest. <laughs> Get it right. But it's because it's his dream. He wants to make sure that this is used for the proper purposes, not just, you know, for all the illegal shit that has been being used for mm -hmm. unsupervised. So, um, he makes his advances, uh, a major, like, really big event happens. Um, a shipment of shimmer is brought into the into the city with the hex gates about to go out but it gets interrupted by the firelights firelights are a group of people from the undercity not necess not too sure on what exactly they do but they uh they're menaces to they're what they want to do is stop the the shipment of Shimmer from the underground. However, anything else that they do, I have no clue. Kind of like vigilantes. Yeah, pretty much. Thank you. That meant. I mean, quarter owls. Exactly. It's like the first thing I said when I saw him. Um... It, I feel like, like not the, too much happens in this arc, honestly. It's more not like, too much, no. It's just more just, building. Where are they now? <laughs> like yeah, that type of it's thing. just it's just a jump, you know. The big thing that happens at the the progress day. The um, Jace gives a giant speech. More innovations are made with, you know, his hex tech crystals. They're now uh, more stable. And can be used in, you know, like Portable modern equipment. day, yeah, like modern day equipment with the enhancement that they made. Whether you're a miner or you're um, 
as well. It's like a minor Art order, like artificer. Yeah, basically, that's it's like the the whole goal of Hextech from Jace and Victor is to improve lives now, not just you know whenever they can. They want to use it immediately. They want to bring this to the world. And Heimerdinger and, says no. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, you know, you guys have done a really good job. It's already been a couple of years. You know, why not take a couple more to perfect it? A couple ten. <laughs> it's like another ten years they'll do it. And they're just like, no, we need this now. He basically gives the same speech he gave in the first arc. Mm -hmm. Like, I've seen something like this before and it destroyed everything. And it looked exactly like that. You were wrong last time, though. So the future they... is now, old man. <laughs> <laughs> but they basically, they basically just disregard him again, and continue to pretty much work on it. However, they don't exactly unveil their new plan, which makes Victor a little unhappy. Um, while this, the speech is being given, um, basically Jinx blows up a bunch of enforcers to steal Jace's notes and the pure, uh, Hextech crystal that they made. It's almost like history repeated itself. Yep. And, um... She essentially starts getting the work with uh, Jace's notes, which we actually find out Jinx is really fucking smart. I mean, she's a tinkerer. She so she yeah, she figured that shit out so fucking fast. She's just unhinged. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. But they showed that, like, since she was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, she was the one who fixed the uh, the equipment that the kids would, like, train with and stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they always show that she was good at that. That's why she was building her own weaponry instead of, you know, doing hand-to-hand -hand combat. I, I like the, I like the way that they showed that. Like her gadgets were like an extension of herself. Basically, yeah. Like, like the way she would like uh, whatever. Like I think like even like the way that it looked like so, like some grenades kind of looked like what little T Rexes, mm. and like it was just a lot of be a lot of stuff that she drew and she would incorporate it into like her version of that particular gadget and what it would do. And then, like, in the beginning, when, like, the gadgets weren't working when she was a kid, I feel like that could be partially, you know, she's still new at doing it, she hasn't figured it out fully, but also... Like a prototype. She, not, not just a prototype, but just, like, what did she have access to? You know? It was just, like, a lack of, like, you know, equipment yeah. or tools that she could actually use. Exactly. Yeah, so. Like she made all that with like scraps and yeah. trash. <laughs> trash imagine tech, with, let's go. <laughs> imagine with actual like resources to do that. Yeah. She got her hands on Hexec and... and that was the yeah. end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> she she's doing that. Vi gets taken out of prison by Caitlin. Uh Victor's fucking dying. Yeah. Jason's getting ass. His, 
I think I made the joke while it was happening. It's like my friend's dying, but working on the hex tech grind set while Jace is getting ass. Sigma male grinds. <laughs> the entire time I thought he had like polio. Polio? Because <laughs> he had like a crutch. We just didn't have like the Jimmy crutches. He has some kind of degenerative disease for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's stated exactly what it is. Even if it is, it's probably going to be something fucking made up for the world. Oh, yeah. Did they mention how he got, um... Well, how he got sick? Yeah. Oh, it just shows that he's been that way since he was a kid. Yeah. Uh, we probably Mm, should mention that... He's um, from the Undercity. We probably should mention that Jinx thinks that Vi is, like, dead. Yeah. All this time. Because she never, like, came back again. Yeah, apparently Soko knew that she was not around. I don't think he thought she was dead, but he didn't think that she was in jail. Yeah. He just, he didn't know where she was specifically. She just knew that she was gone. Yeah. So he assumed that she was dead. But, you know, we find out that uh, our friend Mark is here. He's been working with Soko. And, you know, authorizing these things through the hex gates. He's the sheriff now. He is also the sheriff, yes. Yeehaw. He doesn't like, uh... doesn't like Caitlyn all too much. Because Caitlyn's all about, you know, gotta get to the bottom of this. And Caitlyn's actually trying to solve issues instead of making money off of it. Mm-hmm. How dare she? I know, right? It's crazy how she does a better job than him. <laughs> you can take the graveyard shift tonight. Fuck you. <laughs> I wanted the graveyard shift. <laughs> and then there also, when uh, when Caitlyn gets hurt from, you know, the Jinx attack, uh, her family is so quick to um, get her out of being an enforcer because it's too dangerous. And doesn't suit something, you know, of the the Kiriman name. They've all, you know, been higher class citizens. Mm-hmm. And so... Isn't the mom her... like, on the council? Yep. Mom is councilwoman. And mm. don't they kind of, like, show, like, even though she's an enforcer, even, like, the other enforcers treat her different? Because she's yeah, almost, they make like... Fun of her. Yeah, because she's, like like uh what was it the councilman's daughter so it's almost like a like a princess kind of yeah. situation going on even though she can handle herself pretty well she can handle that rifle pretty well yeah. oh yeah i don't i don't i don't know about anything else until but... she fucking sells it oh i <laughs> was that pained me so much i did it's such a cool rifle too it really is I, I'm sure it's standard issue, isn't it? It's collapsible. Fucking. Oh my god. Such a pretty rifle. Love to have that thing in my mouth. Anything else? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't for you recording... I would put you in time ahead again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that kind of 
wraps it up between you know Caitlyn getting Vi out and they start their uh, their shenanigans in the underground trying to find her sister and doesn't it like literally end with Jinx finding out that she's back that she's alive yeah oh there's one super important thing we forgot to mention go for it Imagine dragons. <laughs> they they did, did have their cameo. fucking cameo. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, but goddamn, was that cringe. <laughs> I, was like, I thought Why that was pretty cool. <laughs> I just would have never seen, you know, Imagine Dragons and Jid in, like, underground. Like, just as, like, people from the underground. It's like I a think fully was, animated uh, music video happening, and then it gets cut off because Vi starts fucking fighting um, Savika's ass. Savika. And they, they... sorry, <laughs> no wait. Actually, doesn't it get cut off to show something else first, and then comes back for one sentence, for and it. then yep. <laughs> she starts beating Savika's ass? <laughs> it's like, what was the point of even bringing it back? <laughs> Entertaining, yeah, nonetheless. I think it's cool that they kind of were animated to like the arcane kind of characters. It kind of reminds me like it would be um, like the Simpsons movie they did that where like you can Simpsons um, like Simpsons yourself. So I was just like, it'd be cool if they had something like that for arcane characters. Like you could make how your character, how you would look like in arcane. Uh, before we actually get into like reviewing it, reviewing it like our thoughts and everything, let me just show. I want to do like comparison. So we've seen, you know, all these major characters in the show, but as we keep stating, they're originally from a game. So let's show um, some of the game sprites. So this right here is Caitlyn. You're going to use the ugly one or you're going to use the new? Yeah, okay. That is... Hold on, let me see. Uh, yeah, I that's, the, that's the new one. That's the newer one. I have no idea. I... <laughs> I... Fine. I posted here's, it earlier, but there's uh, for um, V and Jinx. Hemer, Hemer, Hemer Dongle. Hemer Dongle. He hasn't, he hasn't been looking too pretty as of late, but... Yikes. Yeah. Here's Echo. That's his Firelight skin, yep. Uh, here's Jace. Like arcane Jace. I don't know, it's regular Jace. Okay. Yeah. Jinx. Howda. Pretty standard. Doesn't look too different, except she has shorts on. She seems taller, also. <laughs> um. Vi. I'm gonna add to. I really like Vi's design. And probably the biggest different one is Victor. Yes. Oh, I yeah. thought I'd rather get into... Because I remember you asking me and I told you I'd get into it. Yeah. So, Victor is quite the peculiar one. 
you see the remember i told you about the the arm the extra arm yeah. that shot the laser that's it he ends up uh basically redoing his entire body including giving him a hextech heart creating his body as it breaks down and creating what we see here i can't really say i'm surprised <clears throat> given that i finished the show so i kind of got an idea of that already yeah but this is uh that is victor in current league of legends okay so now let's, let's get into our uh let's get into our reviews <laughs> so who hated it <laughs> i thought I so <laughs> and say i did <laughs> go ahead jay all right um to keep it short and simple you know this is probably i've always been a fan of you know riot's cinematic designs but they got an actual studio to do this actual cast took a long time with casting apparently and uh they kind of blew it out of the water with this one. This is a, honest to God, even with all the plot armor bullshit, it's a ton. I, I'm just kind of out there, to be honest. It, it's just had me captivated to start the finish. I was just watching um, how, because I'm I'm just a big lore guy. Mm. Love love the game. But huge on why. I like to know what character did what and this because this is all new stuff. So when they put it out, it was just it changed the way I looked at Jinx and Vi. Yeah, I knew they were sisters, but this just took it for a whole new turn. They gave it a little more depth and a little more information. It's just like here you go. Now, did they say like this is going to act as a definitive prequel to the game world, or is it like its own separate thing, just using so, game characters? I'm pretty sure this is just this is like set in lore now, mm. like it's it's canon. I would definitely like that if it was canon. I would show more appreciation more towards the game if it did. I, if you noticed, um, just because I started playing, um, I know for Jinx, they they made a little um, YouTube video for her characters. And then when I was looking at other characters, they said that they're going to um, they'll be coming soon for the, all the other characters. So I think they'll probably do it for the characters that they put into the show, which I kind of think is pretty cool to look at. Mm hmm. So what's your review? Mine? Yeah. Oh, I I, I thought Jay was mentioning. I I thought Jay wasn't. I didn't hear Jay's rating. But I mean, I. Bussin, bussin, so ten. I didn't think I would rate anything higher. I I I honestly give it a ten as well. And then I like this so much here. You gotta play the game. 
if you want to show Preishan how much you liked it, you got to play the game. Gonna, you're not going to do this. You're not. <laughs> you're not going to do this. Appreciate you. <laughs> that, that was the one. That was the one rule I made about this last podcast. I said, do not get anyone to play this game for specific reasons. And what did you do? You broke rule number one and immediately fucked it. <laughs> not only, only did you rule. play the game, but you advertised it. You advertised it. <laughs> there you go. Don't even tell us your pick for next week. You won't be back. <laughs> uh, so you said you rated it a 10? Yes. Okay. Um, I was actually undecided on my rating. I I was thinking at first like maybe eight and a half, and then I was like no, because you know I really wanted to finish it all. You know I want to see more. I'm invested in the characters. I really liked what I saw, so I bumped it up. And I'm still like, I don't know if I want to give it a ten. I don't think it's perfect. But maybe like a nine and a half. Just because I feel like there's still some things. Like if you ask me, oh, what could they improve? I could not fucking tell you. <laughs> but I know <laughs> that there's room for improvement. Oh, absolutely. Like the animation is very, very good. Very fluid, especially like with the fight scenes and stuff. Very fluid animation. Um, it's I, I feel like it is a 9.5 for anyone that didn't like really play the game or much play it at all. But like if you play the game a little bit and get to know each character, it's kind of cool. Like especially like if you really like playing that character and then you watch like you see that character like in the in the show. Mm. So like it, I know like some of them are on there right now, but like eventually you know, who knows like one of them might be. And I think it'd be pretty cool like a character that you always spend so much time playing you see him like in the animated show and you get to find out more about like the character you like playing as i, I, I think. think that's kind of the coolest thing is you don't need to play the game to get to know these characters even oh, the yeah. ones that aren't in the show because riot has done so much stuff with their their property we have music videos lore videos lore websites uh games outside of league of legends that use these characters you can you know find out more about them it's it's yeah. really 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 in-depth lore stuff um yeah yeah i i just really liked it uh and like i i was saying the the animation's really good story is really good um i liked like i was a little on the fence about it because it was like weirding me out for some reason but anytime a liquid is shown it's animated in a different <laughs> style from the rest of the show and i was like it, you know it does a good job of making it pop but it was so weird to my eyes like it just felt wrong every time i saw it but like in a good way it was like uzi right <laughs> huh it was like uzi i guess that's the way you can describe it it's just using a different animation style yeah it's, it's like if you were watching like a 2d animated thing and then the water was 3d animated and you're like the fuck i kind of like that yeah, it, it just, it's used to make it pop. Yeah. And it wasn't even all the time, because sometimes we would see water that looked fine, and then you would see a different liquid, and that's animated differently. I think they just kind of use it as a point of, like, story to, like, like you said, to make it pop. Mm. Like, just so for, to, so that you kind of focus on what's going on into 
the subject of what's going on so that's probably a thing that they did that i kind of noticed but like i kind of just like looked at as a whole and it just seemed kind of fluid watching it yeah so jay you had already seen this uh me i literally like 20 minutes before we started the podcast i had just finished the final episode um jay i mean james (laughs) Uh, i went into this blind I I didn't know anything about anything about anything. <laughs> and I ended up liking it so much, so much to play the game. As much as you hate Jay, I honestly do like it. it... <laughs> just, just wait until you get four years under your belt. This <laughs> is like, I, 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 I remember I, like in high school, everybody would play this. That, and... that glitter will run out real quick. But uh, how far did you get in the show? Did you finish it? Uh, on episode eight, I believe. Oh, I've okay. uh, been hesitant to finish it just because, like, I don't want it to be over. Uh, but like, I, I'm kind of like enjoying just kind of like how it's going so far. Like, it doesn't even feel like on episode eight. Like, it feels like so much has happened, and like. Uh, we were going over like what was going on. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. That rat totally killed that cat, and I felt so <laughs> sad. I was like, you bastards, you killed the cat. <laughs> and then like there's always like these little stuff that got to me, and it's just uh, it was a very enjoyable watch. I, like I liked it a lot, and I I was it's it was also a thing that was on my list to watch, and like for like for the longest time, I just didn't take the time to just check it out yeah it was on my I, list I'm, too. I'm 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 glad that uh jay picked it out it was a really good pick it, it was on my list too and like my sister watched it before i did it was like you should watch this show i'm like shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me what to do <laughs> i'd never thought they could pack so much into 40 minute episodes yeah they do yeah like, and it's effective they each feel like their own like mini movie yeah because like we sat here and watched like the first three and next thing we knew it was fucking midnight like i wanted to keep going and i'm, I'm like i know jay usually like is I'm asleep like, right I'm, now. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> I'm usually just knocked <laughs> but you know it, it's it passes time yeah but in a good way yeah it's not just like you know it's just empty no yeah, there's like very content. very captivating show yeah but i'm glad you all liked it and i was really happy to watch it for a second time <laughs> another banger i'll That's probably watch it again just because like i feel like i missed so much like so much happened like i kind of remember more of their names and like because uh i don't know if I ever tied in whenever um uh with jinx through all those um like all those uh, what was it those those little magic blue balls like mm. through like that a whole thing into like the backpack into the river like i don't know if that was ever fished out later because no. that's like no nah. that water is deep and then it goes down to like where um where soko's uh where soko and singe's lab is it goes that deep. Interesting. I I kind of wanted that like to somehow come back or something. Cause that'd be like game changer. Who knows? There's a season two in the in production, so. 
Yeah. All right. Let's see how that turns out. Alright, so we all liked it. <clears throat> we all either finished it or we'll continue watching it. But uh what's what's on the docket for next week? On the docket, well, just so you guys know, it's not just an uh anime podcast, it's an animation podcast. So we I did no an animation cartoon. <laughs> so I uh, it's been a minute, but I wanted to do a movie. Uh, a movie that I enjoyed watching. Bro, we're watching The Incredibles. <laughs> it, oh. It's called Encanto. Oh. Are we allowed to talk about this? Uh, can we? I don't know. I there's, a, don't know. there's a song in it saying don't talk about something. I don't know. True. Uh, yeah, it should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so tune in next week for Encanto. Yeah. What does Encanto mean? Like enchanted? Enchant? Something like that. I don't know Spanish. That's I thought, I thought, it, was that a, I thought it was always um like to love or something. Listen. I'll figure it out when I get there. Where are we going? Oh, we're, we're watching Kanto. Oh. Alright, well, we'll see you guys next week. Yes, we sir. And Kanto. You don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. You talked about him. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. He <laughs> <laughs> said his name. Fucking do everything. <laughs> Can't do anything right, Lizer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for, uh, for tuning in. Have a good one, Bye. everyone. Bye. Have a nice weekend.